I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. We are here at Skybridge Capital with its founder and CEO, Anthony Scaramucci, who also happens to be one of Donald Trump's biggest boosters on Wall Street. Hey. Hey. Thanks for joining us, Anthony. Pleasure to be here. Lynette, it's good to see you. Can we talk about the plane a little? You had a a ride on the plane? Talk about the Trump plane. The Trump plane. You were on the Trump plane. Again, this is the image and the perception versus the reality. Oh, the plane must be gaudy, and it must be this, and it must be that. The plane is absolutely fantastic, okay? Is there white marble? It has got uh, nice beige tones to it. Great earth tones on the plane. Um, yes, the uh, there's brass and gold on the plane, but it's done in a very tasteful, subtle way. This is like a flying castle. Mr. Trump enjoys, this is the greatest thing. He enjoys his life, and he enjoys the success that he has had. He's not bashful of it. He's not shameful of it. And what is wrong with that in the United States of America? To me, there's nothing. How many bathrooms? Good question. I would say that I counted five or six. But oh. it was a full stand-up shower as well. Holy crap. Wow. That is luxurious. Yeah. And you know what I told Mr. Trump? I said, I said, you're going to miss this plane when you're flying around in Air Force One, man. you got to bring all those media-biased journalists with you on Air Force One. What? I mean, it's like you guys want to tar and feather us or something. We're no, just doing uh, our no, job. I'm just- so let's talk politics. I've been following what you've been doing since the beginning of this election. Yeah. First, you were with Scott Walker. Yeah. You moved yeah. to Jeb Bush, and now you've gone, you're supporting Trump. I want you to lay out the Trump case. All right, well, let, let's start out by saying that uh, I'm not the best politician. Hopefully, I'm a better businessman than politician because I've gotten a lot wrong in the last 15 or 16 months. As I said to Donald Trump, I'll say the same thing to your listeners. You weren't my first choice because I had prior relationships. Who knew you were going to come into this game like this and disrupt the business the way you have? We have 10 states to go, Lynette. And he has gotten more votes in the Republican Party primaries than any other candidate in Republican primary history. And that includes some pretty notable names like Dwight D. Eisenhower and Ronald Wilson Reagan. And so for me, I am a Republican. I stated early on that I would always back the presumptive nominee. And so when I went to see uh, Donald Trump at Trump Tower in his office with Senator Brown, off of that conversation, I published that Wall Street Journal op-ed. Uh, describing why I was going to get behind him and try to help him uh, win the presidency. When when you think about the, the possibility of a Trump presidency— Your body language is not super good on that, Lynette. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I don't think Lynette not approves. Super, but here's the thing. Yeah. I'm worried about our country. I'm worried yeah. about you know, risk. You know, let me tell you something. This is a very thoughtful guy. He's a very accessible guy. And Lynette, I'm going to tell you right now, if he was here with you right now, you would like him— and a lot of the things that he's saying, when you strip the bark off of the things that he's saying, see the double entendre there, the bark? Ah. When you strip the bark off of what he's <laughs> saying, you'll realize that there's a lot of meaningful content there that can translate into successful policy. But this is the amazing thing to me about Donald Trump is that so many people in so many different places on the political spectrum seem to be able to look at him and do this analysis and say, well, he says lots of different things. Sometimes they contradict each other. One day he's saying, you know, ban all Muslims. And the next day he's saying, oh, well, that's just a suggestion. He's saying, you know, he puts out a tax plan with huge tax cuts at the top. And then he talks about how rich people can pay more. People seem to look at that and say, well, deep down, he really agrees with me. We can look at government in a number of different ways. The current system of government that we're witnessing in the United States right now is broken. The way the system is working, uh, it hasn't worked properly in at least 15 years. The core essence of the government is the transaction of deals. 
and cutting deals and creating compromise and sitting at a table like this and negotiating. There is nobody in the field, nobody in the prior field or the current field that exists today that has more deal-making experience than Donald Trump. But what is he going to negotiate? The thing I'm trying to get at here is the ideology put forth by Donald Trump has been so shifting and unclear that people have been able to project all sorts of ideas onto him. And it's not obvious what he would try to do if he were elected because he is... Right, but but the content of those deals is unclear. Let's talk systematically about the different things that you want to talk about. The healthcare thing is a disaster. You know it's a disaster. I know it's a disaster. You're even doing the, the people, hand motions. The people that are using it is a disaster. So it has to be reformed. It's going to be repealed and replaced. With and what? that's the greatest irony of it. With what? Well, there's a lot of different things you could do. For, right, that's, one, but that's one the of, problem. One of the main things that you could do is you could create a competitive system on the insurance side to lower everybody's premiums. The same way you had to create a competitive uh, system on long-distance phone calls 30 years ago. The thing is, there are so many different directions you can take a so-called competitive Isn't that the brilliance of having an entrepreneur at the helm where they can think outside the box and have that adaptive skill set? Anybody can come up with an idea. It's just whether or not the idea sucks. When I was at the Sky Ridge Conference... Yeah, we should note, Anthony is the host of the SALT Conference, which we recorded at a few weeks ago, where we spoke with Jim Chanos. This is the big hedge fund and activist investor conference that happens in Las Vegas every year. I was sitting at that dinner the first night, and you were explaining to this crowd of awesome guys, Morgan Stanley bankers, they were very kind, um, that you had switched your affiliation to Trump. And I think that there was a bit of uneasiness. These guys are money managers. They're afraid of risk. They're people who want to know what's going to happen on day one. You know this. You run money. The worry with them about Trump was that they don't know what's going to happen on day one. Here's the greatest thing about our society, okay? People can get on a microphone like this and say stupid things, okay, that have absolutely no ability to be affected. You know, don't judge Bernie Sanders by the intent of his policies judge him by the efficacy of the policies. And what you find is that these left-leaning policies destroy the middle and lower class. You have to have the right policies to grow real incomes for the middle class and the lower middle class. Mrs. Clinton, Secretary Clinton, has not put forward a plan that's going to enable that to happen. But I, I'm asking about this variance This plan is a job formation plan. Does, it's a tax restructuring plan. Does, doesn't it's it a matter, regulatory restructuring plan. It doesn't matter that we don't know what Donald Trump would do? So what Donald Trump is doing is he's taking a whiteboard and he's writing down all of the ideas uh, to see how they work or whether they would stick or whether they're politically palatable or whether they would turn into good policy. If everything's on the whiteboard, you don't know which ideas from the whiteboard are going to become law. Well, well, that's the whole point. You're going to negotiate that with the Democrats. You're going to sit down with super smart people about, okay, does this policy work or not? Do you think people on Wall Street are receptive to this message that you're sending? There's no question. Are they picking it up? What you missed about that Morgan Stanley event at the SALT conference is that the Republican-minded people, and again, not everybody's Republican-minded. I happen to be a Republican. The Republican-minded people are in support of Donald Trump. 87% of the self-identified registered Republicans are supporting Donald Trump. You're shaking your head because you've read that Yeah, survey. it's true. He has, that, he has consolidated. That, that is, that is yeah. versus 84% for Governor Mitt Romney at the same time 
late May of 2012. And so he's ahead of Romney in a lot of these metrics. Anthony, thank you for joining us so much. So look for Anthony Scaramucci's podcast, TMI. That stands for The Motivation Inside. You can find it through Apple's podcast directory. Thank you. And I and I look forward to seeing it at the next Donald Trump rally, Lynette. You can come as my guest. Well, how about we just pregame it at the Hunt and Fish Club? Okay? <laughs> you got it. All right, good. It. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. Thank you.